Welcome to the Off The Crutch Podcast, your home for disability-related topics from a disabled perspective. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. So sorry I did not release a new podcast episode last week. I was thinking about releasing them on a different day, but I'm back on my regular Monday ready to go. So I've been doing physical therapy recently for about a month because I've been having issues with my IT band, and which has been causing me a lot of pain. And so I thought this would be a good time to discuss physical therapy and talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly that comes with it. Starting with the good, I've been doing physical therapy since I was about two to three years old. And because of the surgeries that were performed on me at that age, my doctor thought it would be a good idea to have physical therapy to build up those muscles, especially at that early age. You want to make sure that everything is developing um, appropriately, even though I have CP that's still important. So the first thing that I think is good about physical therapy is that it helps my legs. Early intervention with physical therapy is so important, especially for those that have cerebral palsy or any other disabilities that affect their legs. I still can remember my first ever experience with physical therapy The reason being is that I've reconnected with that therapist about several years ago at a movie event, and we've become really awesome friends. I'm able to think back during that time period, working with her, how she helped me so much with my legs at that time. The second thing is that I exercise. I think the more that I exercise my legs, the better that they're going to be, which is an obvious statement. But I don't always spend enough time walking because I have my wheelchair. That was one of the great things about being in the classroom. I was able to walk around, get my steps in, but because of COVID, I am currently unemployed which means I'm at my house a lot more than being outside. Third thing is that I help physical therapy students. I've spoken to students and let them do measurements on me to help them understand how a physically disabled body functions. Talking to students who are looking to be physical therapists is amazing because I'm able to answer their questions. I'm able to help them grow as future physical therapists in a way that they might not have that opportunity to speak to somebody with a disability. And lastly, I get to learn new topics. I get to form relationships with physical therapists and get to know them more than just on a superficial level. For example, I had one physical therapist in the past who was a feminist, and I didn't know a lot about feminism at that time, 
and we had wonderful discussions about feminism. And it was making me think about how feminism and disability relate to one another. I won't go into that in too much depth because that is a whole nother podcast episode in itself, but learning about other physical therapists and the road that they took to get to where they are is always fascinating to me. Now, on to the bad. First, it zaps my energy. I can remember when I was in grad school several years ago, I would go to PT in the morning and then school at night. And by the time I got to class, my body was just so tired from the physical therapy. It was hard to function, but I felt like over time, my body got used to it. Somebody with cerebral palsy doing PT, their body is going to react differently than an able-bodied person doing PT. So I don't think that the energy levels would necessarily be the same if both people were doing the same exact thing. With having cerebral palsy, I get tired a lot more easily than somebody who doesn't. And that's just the makeup of my body and how the CP affects me. The second thing is that I'm sore the next day. Because my body is made differently, it responds differently than a person without CP. For example, since I started PT recently, I've been doing what's called dry needling. Dry needling basically is similar to acupuncture, except when the needle goes inside of a particular body part, it is used to break up some stiffness or some tightness within the muscle and to relieve the pain. So the other day I had six needles in my legs because not only has my IT band been bothering me, but also the scar tissue from surgeries that I've had. The last point about this, the insurance will only pay for a certain amount of sessions even if I need more. Because my CP is ongoing, and normally an able-bodied person can go into physical therapy, they're in and out six weeks or so. I might need more time with my physical therapist, but for whatever reason, the insurance will only allow certain amount of visits, which can be pretty frustrating if I feel like I'm getting a lot out of my physical therapy and suddenly, oh, insurance decides not to cover it anymore. I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels this frustration with the disability. It's just a bummer that people like me who are doing really well in physical therapy have to maybe look elsewhere after the services are done for that time. Now on to the ugly. When I say the ugly part of physical therapy, I'm referring to the mental state that I get in when I'm actively doing physical therapy. For example, 
when anybody does physical therapy for the first time, at least with me, the physical therapist runs all these different measurements to see where each part of my body that they're working on is. Because my legs don't function like a regular able body, it can be discouraging to see just how limited of mobility that I have. And I know some of it is my fault, some of it I can't change. That's just how the CP has affected me over the years, and there's nothing that I can do to change it. But when I'm doing the measurements sometimes, I just feel like I suck. And I know that's kind of like a weird thing to say, but I just get defeated. Feeling like all the attention is focused solely on the deficiencies that I have. And don't get me wrong, I've had physical therapists in the past who've done measurements, who've given me praise. And I think that's great. I love that. It just doesn't take away from feeling, wishing that my body could be different. Which goes on to the next point, realizing that I can't be fixed by physical therapy. I touched on it earlier. If an able body goes into physical therapy and needs a specific treatment, the physical therapist works on them for about six to eight weeks and they leave. And whatever they're working on, it's probably better. With me, physical therapy is not going to heal me. Nothing's going to heal me, which is why when I do physical therapy, it's considered maintenance. That's what it's considered with the insurance because there's nothing that can be done to get me to the point where I'm walking like a regular able-bodied person. I think because I can be sensitive when I'm thinking about feeling defeated, those thoughts can just like creep up on me and I internalize it a lot more than if I just thought like, well, this is just how it is. But I also do think that this is how it is, and I know that it can't be changed. Sometimes I can't help it. I think having the correct mindset when going into physical therapy does away with some of the ugliness that I think can be associated with it. So that's the good, the bad, and the ugly as it pertains to physical therapy. I also want to make one thing clear. I have absolutely loved every single physical therapist that have worked with me. And I know that the benefits of doing physical therapy outweighs the negatives of not doing it. So I don't want to come off like I'm bitching and complaining because I know that it is my choice to do it. And I also know that it is my choice if I don't decide to do it. So... I appreciate every single physical therapist that has ever worked with me. And so if you are listening, thank you very much. As always, you can find me on social media at Off The Crutch, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also email me if you have any questions or you want to be a guest on my show. My email address is offthecrutch at gmail.com. Until next time, take care.